You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hi there. How are you today? I'm good. And sitting in with us, oh, it's Derek the Dude Mateo. How's it going, everyone? Uh, for those of you who have not listened to episodes with Derek before, Derek is my uh, sometimes assistant. Minion. He's my minion slash assistant slash friend slash friend. And he um, uh, often accompanies me onto photo shoots like one I have tonight. And so that's why Derek's here is because I have a photo shoot I'm going to right after we get done recording. Where are we shooting at? We're shooting for Gold's Gym. Gold's Gym. So you want me to pick up the things and put them down for you? No. You just carry my stuff and make me look cool. It was a gym joke. Oh, okay. Well, that's your first not funny joke. Let's go ahead and keep track. <laughs> Let's keep track. Right. I mean, well, make a little right hashtag there. over mark there for there every time go. Derek tries to be funny and it's not. Okay, so that's one. <laughs> right, that's one. I've got it. I've got it marked down right wow. now. Wow. So, Bure, how was Massachusetts? Massachusetts? Yeah. How was Massachusetts it? was lovely. Uh, the weather was, uh, well, I, I, I take that back. It did rain. But uh, I liked it. Uh, Stephen picked me up at the airport. I got to a little bit of downtown. I get to spend nearly as much time, you know, in the city and I didn't get to go do a lot of cool stuff. You never do when you travel to yeah, speak. Yeah, but I did get to see you know the old north north church and i had a great italian meal in the italian section of town which is where the old north church is right and um you know i drove past uh you know fenway park and mit and you know all those places yeah, you see all the things yeah you drive because it's all very tight there and then uh the the uh program was fantastic the people were fantastic we uh we did a lot of shooting and and talked about uh you know five minute photography and it was just great it was a great time all the way around yeah, yeah. i have a good time when i went there last time i was in uh, boston i experienced a nor'easter a nor'easter. Yeah. What is that exactly? I believe that it's a storm originating from the northeast. But, but it has to... But is I think it, it just means an, an ass load of wind. I was going to so say, much wind. Why, does it have a, why does it have its own name? This was an interesting uh, thing that I didn't know is that um, people take an umbrella out into a nor'easter, right? Like you go around downtown Boston and you can tell that there's a nor'easter because every garbage can on every corner is full of inside-out umbrellas. Because people, they step outside, they open an umbrella, and, and then, it immediately turns inside out. Boom. Just like, and every trash can on every corner is just stuffed with umbrellas. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> yeah, they haven't learned by now not to take an umbrella. I'm assuming they're just not locals. So it's not just wind; it's also rain. Wind, well, yeah, but the, the and umbrellas. Well, the the rain is that's two. Mark that down. Be right. <laughs> there, there are Mark that down. That's two. <laughs> that's two. There are. Uh, I think the rain is is so much. It's just part of the wind. I think that's what makes it specifically a nor'easter because you're not just standing in rain that's coming down. It's rain that's hitting you in the face, right? And somehow also in the back of the head at the same time. Well, the thing about the thing, the the, the name nor'easter, that's like a nautical term. You know, I, I like I like the idea that I would get a chance to use the word nor'easter. It's so much fun to use a, in conversation. We had a wicked nor'easter come up from. It was a gale that almost flipped the boat. It was a wicked piss. Yeah, up. you know, it was a, a terrible nor'easter came in how, off the cape. How come you guys get to use accents and I can't? Because yours are bad and not funny. That's three. Oh, we're marking that. Wait, I don't think he was trying to be funny in that. I don't think that he gets it. All right. He wasn't trying. This is the story of my life. This is why Gary has me assist with everything. (laughs) He was simply asking a question. He's allowed to ask a question. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm being a little too hard on you, Derek. All right. That's all right. But I like, the, I like the term nor'easter. Yeah, so we just finished up uh, Focus, and I just wanted to bring some attention to, to our last episode, which was the part two of our live. Yeah, the part two episode. I have to say to listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I get When we're going to do a live show, I get a little nervous, and I drink a little too quickly, and that you can tell the difference is very clear between the first and second episodes. Uh, the thing, yeah, that, um, At some point, I just stopped doing it and started just playing guitar. <laughs> Tuesday, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Bobby goes, Bobby goes, 
Gary didn't promote the podcast on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, no. It, I mean, it was it was funny in a way if you could just lovingly miss, lovingly understand that every once in a while I just have a few too many. Right. But uh, it was uh, it was fun. But afterwards, I don't think that I I think that if someone doesn't know you, that you. Uh, don't you don't sound horribly you know out of shape? Think if you listen to an episode we record on a Sunday afternoon in the studio. And well, yeah, that's, that yeah, that's a totally different animal. Listening to this and then going and listening to that. But right. I mean, we were we made no bones about it. We were live. We were drinking. It was midnight. It was and we were having a good time. But the difference between you and me is that when you drink, you get more chill. You get cool. You like res- <laughs> you, you like pull in on yourself. And you get more calm. And you get more almost more focused. You just become like less. Less I'm bombastic. Zen-like. I'm yeah. zen-like you when drink, I drink and you just like all the crazy that's bouncing around in your brain just gets pacified. And me, when I drink, it's like somebody unlocks an idiot and it just comes out and starts going. Not, not to, I will be the first person to have a few drinks and then get into a huge argument with you at a bar about whatever. I, I'm, I'm capable of it. But the difference between you and me is when the microphone turns on, I'm the guy who can drive drunk. I'm the guy who, when the microphone's on, I'm absolutely going to very much be aware of Does what it have I'm anything doing. to do with your long experience yes. as a radio DJ? Yes, everything to do with that. Okay. I remember I worked in nightclubs for years, seven years in nightclubs, and half the time I was hammered. <laughs> and I had to be on the microphone and doing my job and absolutely not come off like I had just done six shots. Well, you know. Yeah, so it's this experience is all. Well, you know, it's not like... I, I just want to say I'm sorry to our listeners because it was so loud. I actually went back through the episode when I edited it, and I had to reduce the volume every time I talked. Because it was too loud? Because I was, I was like an inch from the microphone and yelling. Right. And so I had to reduce the – and I usually – I don't have to go through and edit the episodes. Like I just literally – I just take them out of the iPad. I put them in the garage band. I put the music on the beginning and the end, and I just export them. I don't even listen to them because I'm like, hey, it's live. It is what it is. But right. that one, I was listening. I just listened to the first bit. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so loud. And I'm still too loud even though I already reduced the volume on me and turned you up. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, when I listened to it, I didn't think like, wow, Gary's really louder than I'm, me. Obviously, it's still up, so I'm not that ashamed of it. it was right. <laughs> well, listen, you know, there's, there's 90 of these now or whatever. You can't, you, you can't beat yourself up over one. It's just moving on. Yeah. You know, tomorrow's another day. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, this is episode 89, which I'm, you know, so the next one will be 90. Wow. We're almost, are we going to do something special for 100 episodes? I don't know. Someone should have us come and do the show live at their event or convention. 100 episodes. Ooh. Derek, you look like you want to say something really bad. I don't, I can't say anything because every time I say something, you mark it down. That was okay. All right, that's acceptable. Right. Good one. Yeah, we won't mark right. that again. We're not going to mark that one. Oh, we'll yeah, as they up. mark it down with this. <laughs> I was actually thinking about removing a mark for that oh, fine, okay. fine Thanks. comment. Can I get a just... star instead? Okay, that's that's a mark. We're gonna have, well, that, yeah, that's gonna be a mark. Oh, sorry, buddy. That's you've, earned, you've earned a mark back. Right, do you have enough story. room on your paper over there? I'm gonna have to get the, like a ream. <laughs> have to get the iPad Pro. I feel like so I'm back in elementary room. school. Yeah. First use of the word ream on the podcast. Ream, ream. first time. Hey, so uh, I got a got a pretty cool thing happening to me this week. I'm actually gonna go work for Canon. Right, you're gonna be shooting yeah. a, a Canon event. Yeah, there's a big expo in the printing industry. It's called the Graph Expo, and it's like basically it's like the imaging USA or WPPI or or whatever, of the printing expo. So it's a big, thousands of people, big for um, people in the printing industry. And obviously Canon has, they don't just make cameras, they make everything. Right. And so uh, they, they're a big sponsor of this event. And so they hire a photographer to shoot the, the, the stuff. And so, you know, I get to go shoot the, hang out in the Canon booth for a couple of days and Derek's coming with me. Yep. Good one, Derek. Good one, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're so full of good content. I can't Dude, even... I'm so, like, insecure to say anything yeah. right now. You've, you've wound him up pretty tight there. <laughs> hey, just relax. You're fine. Can I have some shots? 
No. Okay. Fine. Yeah, mark that down, please, Boo. Right. All right. That's number four. Hey, you actually smiled on that one. <laughs> Only because I, I knew know I was going to mark you down no matter what came out of your mouth. So, <laughs> um, big news today. Big, big news. Oh, I yeah, Yes, this is big news. Big news. Big news. Ellie, my daughter, not quite two, to 20 months old, pooped in the potty today. That's fantastic. She pooped in the potty today. Fantastic. Isn't that good news? Very exciting. How excited are you on a scale of one to 10, Derek, about Ellie pooping in the potty? I'm pretty stoked. Okay, good. See, there okay. you go. That's okay. No mark for that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I know. I almost want to give him a mark because you Listen, asked him a direct question. Every time they and you say said, no on a scale of mark, one to they ten, mark it no matter what. I'm just saying it was a direct question. It's very simple. On a scale of one to ten, how you know how do you feel about it? No, and your I, answer was pretty stoked. Pretty, pretty stoked. stoked. Which technically speaking, it's, not on a scale of one to ten. Exactly, Where does that fall? It's, it's higher. I don't think it's that, higher than ten. Yeah. Pretty stoked oh. is not a number between one and ten. He says it's higher than ten, so it's like eleven. <laughs> Cannot follow directions. Mark that down. Okay, we'll mark, mark that, that down. down. We're down to five now. Yeah, so you know, in, in the in the life of any parent, especially if it's your first child, you're thinking all I want to do is get this kid out of diapers, right? Right. I haven't had a problem with the changing of the diapers. I, it hasn't been that big of a chore. But now I realize this twice today. Ellie came in, uh, just this morning and wanted to use the potty two different times, and I'm thinking, wow, this is way less convenient than diapers. Yeah, <laughs> like, in some ways, in some ways it is because now you now you really are at their demand with the diapers. Sometimes you can be like, I think she might have whatever, you know, and. With the diaper, if it's uh, number one, eh, it doesn't have to be changed immediately. Right. Exactly. You can let them sit in it for a little while. They can hang for a little while. How this, much? Like these you, diapers are pretty effective, yeah. whisking away the water, you know. I do the, uh, the little pat, the undercarriage. I'm like, eh, it's a little it's soggy. Right. You know that. It's all right. No yeah. diapers, they cost money. So you now know, it's every time they got to go to the bathroom, you got to go to the bathroom. And, and if we're out, we got to go find a clean bathroom. Because yeah. you can't just let your little girl go in any bathroom. No. You can't just use the, no. you know, the 7-Eleven no. messed no. up bathroom. Oh, no. No, exactly right. So what's uh, great is that now, though, she can use the bathroom when you send her into the convenience store to get smokes. Yeah, she can just she can just kill knock two out two birds with one stone. Clearly, let's <laughs> go out. Would you pick me up a pint, some smokes, and use a John while you're in there. Here's We're just Daddy's ready. ID, honey. You'll be fine. You look just like me. That's and they come out with the with the key attached to a tire. You know? I told you not to sign up for the rewards card. Damn it! <laughs> Stupid. We got one of those. You know, um, Hess, the famous gas station chain that has. You know, they have all the the trucks, the you tanker know, bank, the tanker banks. Yeah. Well, they, um, you know, they they sold to Speedway. Speedway bought all the Hess gas stations. Oh, I didn't know that. So there are no more Hess gas stations, at least in Florida, that I've seen. And so now that Speedway is this like incredibly aggressive has this really incredibly aggressive point system and it's the closest gas station to my house so i'm stopping there all the time and every time i go in and i get like a twix and an iced tea and i pump my car full of gas and they're like do you have you signed up for speedway rewards i'm like no and i don't want to and they go okay and then they just every single time they take the stupid rewards card scan it and then put it in the bag with everything else like they force a stupid reward card on me every time i check out there and now I have to be a jerk about it when I go up to the counter. I go, I do not want a rewards card. Do not scan one. Do not put one in my bag. And I get, it- I get yelled at by my daughter because when we go through Publix when we check out, I'm typically not paying attention. I just put my stuff on the conveyor. You're going to ring it up, and then I'm going to swipe my card and I'm get out. I'm going to get out. I don't necessarily even look you in the face. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I, to me, it's like an automated thing. I'm just getting out, right? Or I'm on my phone, and they always like, did you find everything okay? And I won't even hear them. And the other one is uh, plastic, okay? And I won't even hear them. And my daughter's like, my God, you're so rude, Dad. You're so rude. So now, in an attempt to be less rude, which makes me even seem more rude, I will walk up, put my stuff on the conveyor, and then when they look up at me, I'll I'll go, I found everything fine and plastic's great. 
And now, I, and now I'm just going to sit here yeah, on my and phone. Now I'm going to sit here on my phone while you ring it up or while whatever. you try to find out how much bananas cost. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just because you don't want you don't, don't want to have the discussion with me. At the, you don't want to talk to me anyway because I'm the guy that's going to ask you if you know who Paul Newman is. Yeah. You don't want to. I'm, I'm, you know, you don't want to open up the door to I, having a discussion with me at I the love line of public checkout people. I, I enjoy it. I'm over chatty with my point. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you think you would like me, but no. Because once I get into it, it's going to be a long discussion <laughs> where I'm going to tell you, by the way, you know the bags that you guys sell that you're supposed to be great, better than the plastic bags? You know that one of those bags uses the equivalent of 100 plastic bags worth of oil? So if you get one of those bags and you don't use it at least 100 times, you're actually doing something worse for the environment than using the cheap plastic bags. And the plastic ones are recycled. Right. So but my like point is, there you go. That's me telling you more information than you really want to know. You're just like, you're just like <laughs> sir, did you find everything okay? See, this is what you have to do. You go up to the cashier and you go, trust me. You don't yeah, want to you talk. Don't, to me. That's right. You don't. You don't want any of this. I'm really saving you a lot of heartache here. I found everything good. okay. Plastics fine. Thank you. So we got an interesting uh, topic today. We actually have a topic that we planned that we had people write in, and wow. we asked a few weeks back. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I think it's better when we just make it up as we go. Eighty nine episodes to finally have yeah. something, plan B. something no, planned. No plan. B. Could you put a mark on Derek right, for talking I'm over right. you? That's I'm not. Right. Yeah, that's not right appropriate. You guys talk so, over me all the time. That's it's our. It's our show, dude. Well, you have me on here. Yeah. No, you're here because I have to have you here. You have to be with me. And it would be rude to just do the podcast while you sit in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, not, but not from his tone out of the question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we're going to record another episode after this, and you might be on the couch downstairs. <laughs> you might be. You, and uh, I'll still get marks, I guarantee it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. You Dar- will. Where's Dar- Dar- with my coffee? Put a mark on there. <laughs> so um, a few weeks back, we had... Um, the idea to t- come up with like sort of f- photo shoot disaster stories. And for many of us, I think that centers a lot around weddings, you know, and it's um, wedding photographers, I think, have the best disaster stories. Also, so we had several photographers um, who listened to the show send in crazy stories. And I had a couple of people who listened to the show catch me on, um, you know, when I saw them in person and say, oh, by the way, this is for the show. And then I said, hey, email it to me. I'm not going to remember. And then they didn't. But I'm going to go ahead and give Never them, do. let them on the show anyway. But um, so it's not just wedding photographers that send stuff in, which is really cool. We also have a couple of portrait disaster stories right. and some really good ones. Lay them on me. What do we got? Well, I'll, I'll start with one myself. I got, I got a good story. I was uh, Two weeks ago, I was shooting for um, a local tourism company. That's Their job is to bring attention to local businesses and get people to come and do right. tourist stuff in a nearby town. And the first thing we did was I had to do a shoot with a guy who has a hot air balloon company. And I, I'm not going to say which company. <coughs> Bob's Balloons. And, uh, Why wouldn't you? You went and shot for the guy's company. Why wouldn't you give him a little plug? Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's a reason we're not plugging him. And so right. basically, it's, it's essentially it's doing an editorial portrait of – I had four shoots that day, four different businesses, local businesses. And I had to get up and I had to be on site at 6 a.m. because the guy's like, this is when we take off and blah, blah, blah. So I got to get a picture of the guy who owns the company and his balloon. The thing is, at 6 a.m. this time of year, it's pitch black outside. Oh, it's pitch and black. And so there's no way to get a decent shot, even if you, you'd have to bring out a bunch of lights. It's just way more hassle this week. You know what? I'll meet you when you land and the sun will be up because it's a sunrise balloon thing. And then I'll do the shots then. No big deal. And so he's like, no, man, you got to come on the ride or whatever. And so he kept giving me these great ideas for shots. For example, whilst the balloon was laying on the ground being having the air blown into it and then superheated with a gigantic flamethrower, he wanted me to go into the balloon and shoot him through the flames going out the other side. No. <laughs> no. 
No, no. Yeah, so that was a, that was that was a no. And then a, no, no. So we get up there, and it's actually he has a affair. So this, even though he's being featured in this magazine, he actually has a couple that he's taking up on this sunrise balloon flight. Oh well, lucky them. They now get to share their ride with you. With me, yeah. Right. So like, yeah, that's great. And so we're we're uh, we're we're flying, and then the the thing about a hot air balloon is they don't they only have control over going up and going down. Right. That's it. The rest is like wherever the wind takes you. So they they generally if they as operators they keep a certain number of open fields and places that are generally along the pass where the winds mostly blow. So they know, oh, the wind's blowing this way. There's that field over there that I can land in today. And they radio the truck driver, and the guy meets him down there when the balloon lands. And So we're going to stop at the next spot. His idea first is to land at the next place where my next photo shoot is, which we're going to go right over. So we got the truck and the crew, and then Kevin, who's assisting me on this shoot, and he starts to go down, and then he realizes he's going too fast, and he can't stick the landing. So he has to pull... And just like, I don't know if you've ever heard what the loudest thing in the world is. If you're not sure, the loudest thing in the world is when a hot air balloon guy, he pulls the string and the flames shoot up into right. the balloon. It's the loudest thing in the universe. Like a jet engine next to your like head? Like a jet engine next to your head. So in every, and he has to do it every once in a while. So you're having a conversation. Be like, hey, this is a really nice. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, we get down close to the ground. And then he realizes he's not going to stick the landing. And so he really gives it the beans, like lays, lays the flames. And all of a sudden we start going up. And I look and there's a tree stand about 50 yards away, just where the where the the woods begins right and i'm like we're not gonna make that we're gonna hit those trees and then he's i look at him and you know how like when you're on a flight and you don't panic until you see the flight attendants panic right like you know if they're cool nothing right. bad's going down right so he starts really laying on the beans i'm like wow we're too close to the ground and then we're going up and just as the trees are coming and it looks like we're might gonna clear it but as we get closer it's really obvious we're gonna slam into these trees <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and there's a couple in there and they're like having this romantic vacation and everything <laughs> and I'm there going like uh, we're gonna hit those trees and I don't wanna say anything cause it's like his thing and those are his clients and so I'm just standing there with my camera in my hand and by the way there's no reason for me to be on this flight I don't know if you ever try to take pictures whilst in a hot air balloon that's big enough for two people to stand side by side not really great for photography okay so basically uh, not necessary for me to be there at all although it was cool here we are flying towards this stand of trees and i look at bob and bob is seemed completely unconcerned and he's just laying on the flames right and two seconds before we slam into the trees he goes trees are my friends (laughs) (laughs) he just hit the trees like full speed And uh, and they're like you know they're tall pine trees or whatever so we just basically brush against them there was never any danger so it didn't because my thing is I would be afraid that it would tip the gondola right but there's yeah. like it, it, it happens pretty regularly apparently right. um, if you don't know how to fly hard I believe but um, he he there was no danger at any time and he knew that right but like he just wanted to scare the crap out of us right and the funny thing is he had a video. Like a GoPro that was videotaping the entire flight that gotcha. he gives to his. It's really cool. He gives you on a, a thumb drive in the shape of a hot air balloon. He gives it to you with all the video and photos on it from the GoPro. So I have video of the entire thing. And he gives me a thumb drive to take home with me so, so I can remember the flight. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm going to get home and watch this. And I really hope, because I want to post it on the on the Facebook page. I really hope that I don't look like I'm about to crap my pants right before we hit the trees. <laughs> and so... Um, I go back and I find the spot on the video and I'm watching it and I was so proud of myself. I literally, I just, I'm standing there. My eyes get a little big and all of a sudden I just squat down into the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself. But, but to be clear, 
you made no effort to warn the other people or anything. You're just like, you're looking out for you. I'm, I was looking out for Bob's business because, I mean, it's right. like, I don't want to be like, hey, uh, you know, right. do you know how to fly this thing or anything? He knew, there was no danger at any time. It was just he knew it. And he should have been like, we're going to brush up against these trees. Don't worry. It happens all the time. We're not in any danger. Instead, yeah. he's, trees are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been scared shitless. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, It was pretty wild. It was fun. Anyway, so that was we don't uh, We don't curse on the podcast anymore. No, now I, oh. go, now I have to go back and bleep. Yeah, put another Chitlins. mark on the sheet there. Chitlins, thank you. <clears throat> Sorry. So now I have to put an explicit tag on the podcast. Thanks. So people aren't going to listen to it with their kids around. Thanks, Derek. This is like the third curse word I've said. Ever? On the podcast. <laughs> yes, but we weren't really listening to you previously. Yeah, yeah you now never do. Yeah. Okay, so um, we have uh, a couple of good stories come in from other photographers that have given us their horror stories. First one came in from uh, Carol Ann, and uh, she says, Okay, so for the horror story show. Since I work for a larger studio, meet my clients the day of the shoots. Sometimes I have multiple shoots per day at a single location. I had a couple come up to me with their kid all dressed up. I greeted them and started talking to them about their session. Weirdly, I thought my client had two kids, but since this was a busy fall day with a few shoots, I figured I had just mistaken them for my next client. I had them fill out a consent form and just suck it in my, stuck it in my bag afterwards. I started photographing them for about five minutes when I had someone come tap me on the shoulder. It was another photographer saying, hey, um, I think you're photographing the wrong family. <laughs> While she was standing next to a family with two kids in tow, I was mortified. I apologized profusely to my real client. And also the random family I'd just been photographing when both walked off with our correct families and had uh, the right shoots. Later that week, the family I accidentally photographed actually called the studio and asked if I still had the photos I had taken. Since their photographer, they felt, didn't do a very good job. I had deleted the photos already, which was a bummer since she already wanted to see what I had captured. And this awful mistake may have ended up in additional sale. Wow. Yeah. I have um, I've had people come up to me at weddings, beach weddings, come up to me and, and are you our photographer? No. <laughs> That's down the beach, down there. There'll be two or three weddings going on at the same time. There, are, there are enough popular spots. I feel yeah. like around. and portraits too. And I take that back. Beach portraits, yeah. You go down and do beach portraits. It's not uncommon to have like two or three families down there all having their picture done. You know, time. you know, Carol. I know you listen, and and I, and I appreciate you writing into the show. Thanks for that story. But don't you have like their names written down somewhere? And you go, yeah. hello, Mister Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, or whatever. Like, you know, it's good to see you today. Oh, you're not Mister Mrs. Johnson. Probably not my family. Yeah, you don't have like. Well, a list that's of names. you though. You're you're big on names and and other people not. I, I do get on the name soapbox yeah. big time. Yeah. I don't like the honey sweetie baby people. I think that's you know, dude. Although sometimes if it's a large family, I do. Call Although that everybody. is my um, that is my favorite breakfast cereal, <laughs> the honey <laughs> sweetie baby. <laughs> I, I say mom and dad. Hey mom, can you do this for me? Hey dad. Yeah. Can you do this? He hates that. Yeah. Yeah. He hates. Really. That. Yeah. Well, I don't. You know, it's. Uh, I don't think it's super professional. I did it the other day when I was doing a. I was doing a bar mitzvah. And I was like, and I was like, Mom, I'm going to move you over here, and Dad, I'm going to move you here. And then, and and then, with echoes of Gary in my head, I said, "By the way, I do know your names, Veronica and Michael. It's just quicker for me to do it that way." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> so I had a, a, a we're moving move on to a wedding story. This is the, this is the most horrific, and this is from a friend of the show, Trish, who I talked to on the phone. Trish Logan, uh, maybe, but I'm not allowed to use her name. Oh, so we don't know who Trish could be. Any Trish, just someone named Trish that we okay. know. But definitely not Trish Logan. Definitely not Trish Logan okay. from Maine. No, she's not. Uh, okay. It's not him. So, um, it's just so we're clear. <laughs> definitely not that Trish. Gotcha. A totally it's a, other Trish. Totally, it's a totally different it's a, Trish. It's coincidental. But yeah. this is also, there, are many, there are many Trishes, Gary. And the only, but uh, not this one. It could, be, it could be any of the many Trishes who listen to the show. It could be. But in this case, I'm going to paraphrase because I thought this was a really good one. So basically, it's a, a couple's getting married and she's shooting the wedding. And the uh, mother of the bride, or mother, of the, one of the mothers, 
is a real pill. Not a big right. fan of the couple being together. And they already have a kid. They have like a four-year-old together, the couple. And so at the point in the ceremony where the priest says, um, and did you bring a symbol of your love? She calls out, how about that bastard that you got? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. True story. True story. Yeah. Oh, my God. He just said John Snow walks up. You got to mark that. Down. Oh, okay, man. This is good. How many unfunny things has Derek said already since yeah. this show? I, eight. We are, we're, at, we're at eight marks. I don't know that each one of those is an unfunny thing. But, we're, that, but you, you I have, thought it was appropriate. It you, was have, kinda, you, know. you have ordered eight marks against him. Okay. I, I, just, I don't want to point out that I'm just the recorder of the marks and that I'm not the person who's dueling, you know, who's giving them out. You You're are, just as bad. Yeah, I'm the guy writing down how many lashes you're receiving, but I'm not actually swinging the whip. I believe le- the legal scary. term is called acting in concert, Bourain. No, are, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm, the, I'm like the secretary at the at the whipatorium. <laughs> if the such whip-atorium. a thing exists, you know, wow. they tie you to the post and whip you. I'm just a guy who sits there and marks I'm down sorry, how many I'm lashes. I'm sorry, I'm not as funny you as you guys. I'm or the, maybe I'm, your humor you know, is I'm the, just I'm the court reporter. You are the court, court reporter. And if the court reporter would please read back the remarks that Derek said that were not funny. Let's see. Well, he when you when you mentioned how about that bastard, he threw out a Game of Thrones Jon Snow. No reference. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, buddy. Way I, to go. We talked about Game of Thrones on the way here. Yeah. Yes, because he doesn't want to talk about it on the show. Yeah. That's why he talks. He gets all of it out. Talks about Star Wars on the way here, too. No, I, I didn't. No, I'm just saying. Thank you. Prob- I mean, get it out. I'd say that's a fair bet, though. You could pretty much throw that out almost any. I almost did, too, because there's. Anyway, never mind. But yeah, I please, did. no. <laughs> not, not this podcast. So, uh, you got any uh, any good ones? No, I think I told my best story is the time when the, when, the, when the best man passed out and just went over, fell face first in the, in the wedding on the sand. I've told that story several times. And the videographer was like, Did you, did get, you get that? <laughs> yeah, did you get that? That's my, that's my horror story. Um, but other than that, I haven't had. Um, I haven't had. I've just been fortunate, I guess. I've had. You know. I mean, I get the. You know. You get the occasional, where there's a member of the wedding party or somebody who wants to tell you what pictures to take. Oh, you God, know that guy. Those guys drive me nuts. You know what would be good? I mean, I had one a really bad one a few weeks ago where before the ceremony she was coming up to me and saying, "You know, what I think it would be a good picture if you did this." Real estate agents like to do that. Oh, like when you're shooting a house? Oh, yeah. They like to hover around you and then look at the photo and, oh, can you, can you take it from this angle instead? Right. Just make them hold a light. Yeah. And like if, if I find this, when you have somebody in a photo shoot that's distracting, like give them something to do, make them part of the process of creating the picture, and no matter what it looks like, they're going to love it. Because, because they, they were, help make it. Ah. So if you can be like, hey, you know what? I just need to bounce this flash off this wall over here just to get this feeling so we can accent the backsplash in the kitchen. Can, and I just don't – can you just hold that? It would make the angle perfect. And they're like, oh, okay. Boom. It almost sounds it. like when I assist for you, except I don't even get to see the photos. No, you don't. That's fine. No, you don't need to. <laughs> you're, on, you're literally only there to make me look more important. Do you know how like a, a pretty girl will have a lot of uh, ugly friends? The duff? Yeah, <laughs> the Duff. The Duff. There's the Duff. a name. The designated ugly fat friends. Oh my! Oh, so and and uh, throughout the fat reference, that's going to get us in trouble. Yeah, seriously, we are totally, totally yeah, sensitive gonna, to that, and I think yeah. that that was inappropriate, Derek. That was terribly inappropriate, dude. Come on, why didn't say, you warn me on the two-hour drive up here to the podcast <laughs> what I could and could not say? You can't call people fat. I didn't it's call anybody nice. fat. It's not nice. You said the designated. Uh, How about okay? Designated. You said the designated F word. F word friend. Yeah. Ugly? You can't say ugly. Ah, well, you Derek. just told me I couldn't say fat. Why couldn't you tell me I couldn't say ugly and fat? Well, we would assume that in, that in today's day and age, especially uh, someone young and enlightened as yourself, would know not what to say these. What kind of a man are you? Clearly racist and misogynistic terms that you're throwing out on our podcast. I just can't believe it, dude. I can't That's like the it. biggest word I think I've heard you say today. Misogynistic. Which one? Racist misogynistic. or misogynistic? 
misogynistic. In Massachusetts, they have a lot of You know, one time when I was in high school, I strained my misogynistic while you? I was playing a soccer game. You got to get that cleared up. Because that'll haunt you forever. Yeah, it never. You'll never be able, never to, you'll never be able to kayak again yeah, with a sprained yeah. misogynistic. <laughs> All right, so let's. We got a couple more here. I want to get to that are really good. All right, so go ahead. Alex Grace writes in, "Hey, Boo Ray and Gary, love the podcast. Thanks for sharing your story. They're making me laugh." After your last podcast, I thought I'd send in a little wedding war story. I was second shooting for a friend, and it was my third wedding ever. The wedding went fine, but as the day went on, I started to detect a little disagreement between the groom and the mother of the bride. Nothing serious, just a few snarky jokes and comments, but it seemed all in good fun. Then came the reception. With an open bar, three hours later, while I was taking some candid shots of guests dancing, I noticed everything come to a screeching halt and heard shouting. Now, I haven't mentioned it to this point, but the groom and the mother of the bride are very tall, 6'3 or so. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, the bride is only about five feet tall. I turned around to see the groom and the incredibly drunk mother of the bride yelling at each other and shoving with the tiny bride in between them trying to hold them back. The whole thing seemed like a scene out of a soap opera. The reception was pretty much over at that point. The bride awkwardly paid us and told us she was sorry for the scene. It made me really glad it was a wedding out of town, and thankfully I've never had to face these people again. Can't wait to hear other people's stories. Thanks, Alex. I've never had, I guess I'm just blessed in that respect. I've never had a huge, you know, I mean, there's been some awkward, like you're like, well, you know, the mom's kind of, there's, you know, that sort of thing. But I've never had a major scene. I've never had a major fight. I've never had a wedding that didn't go. I've never had a groom back out or a bride back out. You know, yeah, I've been doing weddings since, you know, I think I worked in my family's business from like 12 years old on. And I've been, I mean, I've been to hundreds of weddings. I've never seen a wedding not happen. Right. You know? Yeah, that's never... And you would think that, you know, by now, I would have seen it. I think most people will go through with it and just get it in old later. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I would. We paid for all this stuff. We might yeah. as well have a party. I don't want to... That's... I mean, that's a major scene to cause to not... To be like, you know, I'm not doing this. Yeah, at least so. everybody will get to have a good time. Yeah. You know? And then you go, just don't sign the... Just don't sign the license. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah. <laughs> if you don't sign the license, it's like it never happened. Exactly. Well, what about grumpy grooms and brides? Uh, you know, sometimes I think we've all had our fair share, but you get the groom who doesn't seem to want to be there. Oh, uh, the too cool for school groom. Oh, the, I mean, oh and the, or the groom yeah. that at the reception just stays outside smoking the whole time. Yeah, or we, something like that. Or it doesn't come in, doesn't dance with his bride. There's this venue what? back yeah. home. Wow. Yeah, where I where I, where I grew up back home. There's this venue that man. It was for probably from like 1992 to 1999 was like the best place in town. Everybody had wanted to have their wedding there. It was this golf club, and um. The problem with this venue was is that the bar was in a different room than the actual reception hall. And so and any, if you wanted a drink from the open bar, you had to leave, go to, into the other room, and then come back. And above the bar, they had a whole bunch of TVs. So during football season on a Saturday, college football season, you'd have all of the men and sports fans just be yep. in the – and they would yep. kill the reception. It would kill yeah, the reception. Absolutely. Like if you had a crowd – because you know you get to a wedding and a lot of the – maybe all the bridesmaids are from like uh, University of Tennessee or something, and they're all – and there's a – you know, if there happens to be like a Gator game or an FSU game on the day when your wedding – don't plan your wedding – if you're in if you're in Florida, don't plan your wedding on the day when UF or FSU or Miami are playing. You just don't do it. No, not a good plan. And just make sure you um, get married on whatever your team is and whatever state you're in. Just get married on the bye week. That's <laughs> advice from me to you. <laughs> Wedding venues charge more on the bye week yeah, because absolutely. they're busier. Yeah, just make sure that you don't have TVs. Oh, now it's funny. I can't even. I haven't even thought about it because now you could just sit on your phone. Yeah. with Verizon or whoever. And I've seen that too. I've seen people at the table just, just sitting there watching. with their phone watching the game, watching the game. What is with people? I don't know. It's a wedding. DVR it. You know, there'll be like 20 more games. Just and like, you'll enjoy it more. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, they've got, I don't know, they got Fantasy Football League or they got a bet on the game, and so they want to see what's going on. Be in the moment, people. Live in the present. Yes. 
I'm for it. I was at Disney World. Took my daughter to Disney yesterday. She had to meet Donald Duck. She was so excited. Like, Donald Duck is a rock star in my house. But sure. everything that happens when you're at Disney, stage shows, everything, everybody's got their phones out and is recording everything. And, right. and so, like, uh, you know the band Fuel? Have you ever heard the band Fuel? Sure. They're, like, from the 90s. They had, you know, back in the late 90s or 2000s, they were pretty big. What was their hit? Uh, Hemorrhage. Like- Hemorrhage, and they had uh, Shimmer, and uh, I only know this because they played them all yesterday. It was one of those bands that kept playing songs. I'm like, oh, I know that one, too. Right. You're surprised. And um, anyway, so I'm sitting there watching, and there's, you know, maybe 2,000 people watching this concert at the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, and everybody's got their phones out recording it. And I, you know, I did a little picture and posted it to Instagram, and then I, you know, put my phone up. And I'm sitting there watching the concert thinking, like, yeah, I'm really enjoying this concert. Not, all these people are watching it the, on their phone. That's right. They're just looking at the little screen. They're not actually, they're not, yeah. People aren't present. They, they, they don't, it doesn't exist for them if it's not on the phone. I mean, I love social media. I love posting on it like crazy. Right. I'm, do, I'm on it all the time. But, like, if there's something cool going on, like, I want to be in the moment, you know. Right. Uh, you know, you take little mental snaps like that. No? No little mental? Sure, of course. You want to put me, mark, mark me down, Wonder Ray. All Just right. mark one, one for down Gary. for Gary. Oh, no, look, that's a pity mark right there. <laughs> All right. Listen, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. It is time to hit the road. Hey, uh, we had some stories that we weren't able to get to, we'll get and to so we'll get to them on another episode. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, who wrote in. Those are, we just love to talk too much, so we don't get to all the stories. But And uh, so we're back in the studio, and uh, we'll get to your stories the uh, the next time. All right. Don't forget, you can find us online. You can find me at BooRayPerry.com. You can find Gary at HughesFioretti.com. Yes, indeed. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PhotobombPodcast. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what? My book. Oh, what about your book? It's October 11th it's coming out. Oh, it's finally coming out. It's got a release date, October 11th. longest... It's in like two weeks. Yeah, that's, that's very soon. The pre-sales yeah. already happened, right? Yeah, yeah. It's on, it's on. You've got to talk about the book. Yeah, all right. So I got a book on headshot photography. It comes out October 11th. You can get it on Amazon. I'm in it. I'm in it. Just yeah, You are in it. Your, picture, in it. your picture is in yeah, the book. Yeah, Derek. Was, it's a very good picture of you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, Derek models for me so and, much. I, I, that, no uh, credit to you. Credit to Gary. It's a very good picture. <laughs> you give credit to my parents. No, this is a problem with Derek. Is like Derek is uh, objectively. I'll post a picture. Derek's a real handsome kid. You know, he he, he's young. He's got good yeah. bone structure, and you know, his hair is cool. He's just a good looking kid. And so I will always, when we go out to do a corporate shoot, I'll, on Derek's my assistant. I'll do the test shots on Derek, and then I get some like uh, some duff walk up in front of me. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. Some duff. You get to say it, but I don't. No. Um, designated universal friend. Face. There oh, you go. nice. Yeah, High the five. duff. No. <laughs> no, and so, like, you're, you go, oh, that doesn't look as good as my test shot with Derek. Right. You know? so, yeah. Yeah. You want to bring an assistant that's about average good looking and average height and build. You don't want somebody handsome because it's always going to make your, your first actual client that walks up a little disappointed. Yeah, it's disappointing then. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I make Disapp- up for in looks, is I, I lack in jokes. Uh, yes, yes, you lack in jokes. <laughs> disappointing, uh, uh, disappointing. Unattractive, uh, oh, friendly face. That's the death. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, October 11th, you can get it on Amazon now. It's pretty cool. And all so, right. Well, that's all we got. Say goodbye. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. We'll see you next time. See you later.